this outline you speak of all the time. I mean, what is it exactly? As I finished editing last week's video, I realized I was talking about outlines again. And it dawned on me, I never really went over what an outline means to me. Hi, beautiful writers. I'm Autumn Bardot. Welcome to my channel. Here you will find quick tips, author tools, and hopefully even a little bit of inspiration. Today, it is all about outlines. As a teacher, I tell my students to write outlines for their essays. And invariably, they come up to my desk and ask me, what do you want in this outline exactly? So forgive me for neglecting this very important part. I'm rectifying that today. As always, show notes are on my Facebook group, Club Autumn. The link is going to be in the description box below. First off, pansters. I'm talking to you, pansters. And if you don't know what a panster is, that is someone who writes by the seat of their pants. They don't have an outline. You may scoff at this, pansters. But pansters, a lot of us, yeah, we need an outline. Now here's the thing, everybody has their own kind of outline that works for them. And if you've watched my videos, you know that I'm never about, you know, one rule fits one person, because that's just, that's not really what writing is about. It's a creative endeavor and rules don't really work for creatives. So you have to find the outline type that works for you. So what I'm going to discuss in this video is outlines that work for me. First, I don't write a thing. No, wait, that was a little fib. If I have an opening scene that must get out, I will write that. But then the next thing I do is my outline. But more often than not, when I have an idea for a story, for a novel, I begin with the outline. It's kind of like my GPS. It's very rough. I have a basic plot structure that adheres to the genre expectations. I also write what the end is going to be. Why? Because I need to have a destination. And you've heard me say this before. I aim for about 20 different scenes in my outline. That's not a whole lot. I include the conflicts that will happen, things that the characters must do or overcome, the general plot line, I think I said that before, as long as it sticks to genre expectations, the setbacks, the dilemmas, the problems, it's pretty basic. It's maybe three to four pages. It's a very intensive creative time for me. I'm really taking this, what amounts to a block of granite and just chiseling out the basic outlines for my sculpture. I need to chisel away at things to start bringing in the form of the novel. My characters emerge, more conflict emerges. Then I read over it to see if I hear their voices, see their problems, see the scenes. I ask myself, is there enough there there? Is there enough story? Is there enough conflict? What will the character learn about themselves or others or society or life? Will they have an epiphany? And here's the big question I ask myself, the big one. What is the point of the story? Later on, that will emerge into a theme or two. Then 
I close my laptop down and let everything percolate for two or three days and it percolates. My brain bubbles up more scenes and characters and problems and issues, more struggles, more conflict, more rising action. After those couple days and sometimes if something just grabs at me, I, I add all of this to my outline. Haven't touched the story yet, still percolating, letting things kind of flow through, lots of ideas, adding it all into my outline. My outline doesn't have any complete sentences. My outline for Dragon Lady read something like this. Jungu is sold by her father. She goes to a port town where she is bought by the madam of the house of prostitution. She's too young, starts as a slave, admires madam, has the ambition. Those six sentences make up about six chapters in the novel. Super vague, super rough. Things continue to percolate and I continue to drop it into the outline. Then there comes a time, maybe four days, maybe three days, where I absolutely must get the story out. I must start the story. And so I do. So what I do is I take my outline and that actually becomes my first draft. I drop it in and then I just start writing. So as I'm typing that first chapter, the page just goes down, right? And my outline is just going down with it. When I think of new things, I drop it into the outline, which is just a few pages to scroll. After I write the scenes, I cross off. I just put a line through the scene or idea that was in my rough draft. Some scenes I cross off because I know they're not going to work or I think of better ones. I still just cross them off. I don't actually delete them. I actually want to see a visual because what if I think of it again a month later and then I'm like, oh yeah, I deleted that scene. Oh yeah, here's why. I also know what I'm going to write next. So I never really have writer's block. I need some wood. Oh, here's some wood. That'll take care of it, I'm sure. The biggest problem I have, and I don't like to call it a problem, I just like to call it a snag, a little snag, is how I get from scene A to scene C in a way that continues to build the character and still keeps the pace along the way. For example, when I wrote The Impaler's Wife, I had the scene where they get married and then I had the next scene where she has a baby. Well, that's like, nine months. And I realized I needed to add in things that would foreshadow what was coming, that added more depth and complexity to both of their characters. And so I used that opportunity to enrich those characters, enrich the plot, to show their relationship in a very real way. I also found a good way to integrate a mystery that was going to be a running thread throughout the novel the mysterious book of the Salamanare. Mm -hmm. I also set things up so you would understand the confrontations that they had later on in the novel regarding their relationship. Here's the truth. When you write historical fiction, it's much trickier. The outline is much trickier because I have to align historical dates with the plot. So the outline for a historical takes a lot more time and finessing and finagling 
and making sure that all those dates align than say my contemporary fantasies. As I write my novel and think of new things, I just drop it into the outline, cross things off, add new things. The novel emerges. It's a beautiful thing. I don't get rid of my outline until I write the very last chapter when everything is crossed off my outline. Then I just get rid of it. I should probably save it. Hmm, I don't. That's why I don't have an outline to actually show you. But anyway, it feels really good when I do that. It went from outline, from vague concrete slab with some chisels in it and chunks taken out to a full novel in the rough draft. I think linearly and I write linearly. That's a tricky word to say twice. I know some writers love to skip ahead and a lot of times they say they will skip ahead because they want to write the exciting chapter next. And here's where I have one really big, big, big never break it rule. Yeah, I know I said I don't really have rules, but this is my rule and it works for me for 11 books. So I'm going to stick with that little rule. If it feels like I want to skip ahead and write that next exciting chapter, then I need to seriously, seriously rethink what I'm writing right now. Because if the chapter is boring for me to write, it's going to be really boring for a reader to read. Your novel shouldn't have any boring chapters. If each chapter is not compelling for me to write, then I feel like I haven't really done my job and the reader's gonna pick up on that. And I want every chapter to be just as exciting, just as engaging. Okay, I went off track there a little bit about writing the next chapter, but you understand why, right? Each scene is a step along the plot line. Each step is part of the rising action. It should be fun for the writer to write, of course, and fun for the reader to read. I cringe every time I hear a new writer say, oh, my book gets really good in chapter five. Ooh, um, that's a big no. My outline works best for me. It helps me see the whole story in its entirety. And as I have said already previously and on other videos, I need to see an ending. I need a GPS. I need to know where I'm going so that I can work on that character arc, the symbolism, the foreshadowing, all those little fun things we love in a novel. Also for my outlines, I don't have any fancy headings. I don't even use bullet points. I don't have complete sentences. I don't feel bound by it. It changes, it grows, it morphs. That's it about outlines. That's how I do my outlines. Might work for you. Maybe you learned a few tips. Maybe you do more extensive outlines. Maybe you decided being a panster mm, isn't working for you. Or maybe you do a combination of outline and panster. I would really, really appreciate it if you would give this video a thumbs up. And if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe and notify button. It helps with the YouTube algorithms and getting my videos and free content for new writers out into the YouTube verse. And I always forget to say this at the end of my videos. Let me know if there is a writing topic that you would like me to discuss. If it's something I can address, I certainly will. 
All you need to do is comment on this video or you can drop me a Facebook message or Instagram message. I hope you will join me next week when I'm going to discuss the draft that I personally love to do the very, very most, and that is the second draft. Hope to see you next week for that. As always, writers, remember to dream, create, and embrace. Bye-bye.